What is up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the So I Was Thinking podcast. It is your boy, Felipe, with my co-host, Rowan Allen Keeley. That's not your middle name, <laughs> but we'll go with it. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Listen, if you want to get to know us more, we are on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, your local stock exchange. Uh, you can buy, so I was thinking, uh, Wheaties at your local groceries because we did it. Yeah, that's what the breakfast of champions. All we do is win, 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 no matter what. Oh, Wheaties. What did you think I said? Wheaties. It's Wheaties. <laughs> The T and D are, make the word completely different, though. <laughs> no, because it's Wheaties. You plant wheat. But the, but the T, the T <laughs> changes it from a plant grown to make bread to a plant grown and uh, <sighs> like weed, Wheaties. That see, but if you said but if you said Wheaties, I think of the cereal. It's Wheaties. <laughs> Would you say of. okay? I've but do you say heard, I've never heard of Wheaties before, though. The cereal? Are you talking about frosted? <laughs> Are you talking about like? No, that? it's like this. It's called Wheaties, and they put champions on it. Like anytime, like like Simone Biles probably has a box with her thing on it. Like NASCAR people, like there's a UFC fighter that was on the box of some Wheaties. <laughs> How do you say <laughs> you say water? Yeah. Water. Oh, so does your T sound like a D all of a sudden? It's water? It's water. <laughs> I say water. Anyway, I just proved my point. Uh yeah. So just finished the series. And it was called Famous Last Words. <laughs> good job. Um, we're really good at this. And uh, we uh we're taking a quick break and we decided to go a little bit off script. We're taking questions from you live right now as we speak. Although we're not doing I've a live a stream. I've got yeah. a screen right here. There's like tens Is Rowan of single? Yes. And ready to mingle. Um I have tens of thousands of questions rolling up right now. Keep sending them in, guys. This is not pre-recorded. Um there's a question right here. Romans 12. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's actually one of my favorite chapters. Oh, we have a whole section of notes for it, too. How how convenient. <laughs> we actually prepared for this. Stop drinking the water like that. It has a straw. You can't tip it back. I'm getting water. It's fine. Um, anyway, so... so we're gonna look at romans chapter 12 verses 9 through 21 it's a big chunk of the entire chapter but it's titled marks of the true christian and it's interesting because i think this is i mean I, i don't know i think our our episodes and our podcast in general that's the goal of our podcast right is is rowan and i are on this journey of looking at the bible and what it says and growing in our relationship with jesus so that we look more like jesus and so this has been the theme of our podcast from talking about god's plan to talking about um what our calling is and our influences and and 
identity and uh what was the second episode forgiveness and grace you said that <laughs> but i don't know if that's the second episode <laughs> citizens sure. of heaven oh yeah you skipped identity or you skipped citizens that's yeah. our second episode and then yeah, it's yeah. identity and influence yeah and then forgiveness and, and Luke grace and christians and no lukewarm christians was this year what no way you should check that one out it's our least viewed it's our video. most viewed least yeah so we um you know like we've been covering all these different topics talking about grace and forgiveness and um lukewarm christians and you know how to live our calling out and all Wheaties. these different things Wheaties. <laughs> um and really this is like what our goal is we want to be true christians we want to be people that reflect jesus well we want to be mm-hmm. you know like uh co-workers that reflect jesus well we want to be students that reflect jesus well we want to be in everything that we do we want to reflect jesus well and so paul i was i've been reading this with one of our friends uh the book of romans and in verse in like the first few chapters he's addressing the gentiles in the roman church as when it comes to the jewish people and then he spends the next few chapters addressing the jewish people when it comes to the gentiles and then starting in i think chapter 11 or 12 he starts addressing the entire church and and he's you know now talking Mm -hmm. to both the jews and the gentiles which make up the church in rome and uh you know, he starts off, everybody knows Romans 12, 1 and 2, right? Like, uh, do not be conformed to the ways of this world, but instead be renewed by the transformation of your mind or something like that. And, you know, like live a life that is pleasing to God because it is your sacrifice and all that stuff. But I've I've rarely ever made it to the end of this chapter. And now that I have um, and going through the book of Romans on my own, like it's I love this section of of Romans chapter 12 because it it makes it so simple and clear. There's no guesswork. If we're trying to live like Jesus, if we're trying to figure out what we do, it's all here. Like what what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. And I think like when you go into anything, right? Like, uh, for example, if you're writing an essay, right? You never just like, all right, I'm going to do it about this topic and then just like free write your topic, right? Uh, you you create an outline, right? And I've talked about outlines multiple times, especially over the past uh, few weeks. But like, what an outline is is like you take all of the information you have and you like categorize it and you like place it down, and so that you know everything. You you have like this outline of what you want your product to look like. You know what you want your paper to look like, and so like. This is what Paul is doing. He's taken what Jesus has said, mixed it with the like older laws, and he's like compiled it all into this thing. And he's created this outline, this kind of blueprint of what the product, what he thinks the product should look like, based on what Jesus said, based on what like what God wants. This is like the product that we want. So, like, I think this is a great like great series of verses to just like kind of like this is our outline this is like what it means to be a true christian yeah and there's a lot to go over here and we're probably going to go off on a few tangents so let's jump right into it romans chapter 12 verse 9 says let love be genuine i think i could stop right there i mean like think of episode over yeah well no but like first tangent um think of how many times you know like you 
I think it's easy for us as Christians, like, right, we're called to love and we're called to love one another. And I think this, I think I want to make it clear, this, this chunk of scripture here isn't meant for, um, it's, it's not, Paul isn't writing this letter as it pertains to Christians interacting with the world. He writes this letter to inform Christians on how they should interact with each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so let love be genuine. I mean, think of how many times, like, you know, like this is a simple one and we do this all the time. Like somebody asks for prayer and you go, I'll be praying for you, bro. And or whatever. <laughs> and you never think about it. Or it's a stupid <laughs> request and it's like... <laughs> God help my pet fish uh, who is allergic to turtles acclimate to his new home or whatever. It's something weird. And it's just like, I'm not praying for that, you know, but letting your love be genuine, I think sometimes requires you to pray for pet fishes who are allergic to turtles. I don't know, but mm-hmm. like, you, or just in the most common ways, like how can you let your love be genuine? Like it, it's not about like, it's not about romantic love. It's not about love that gets anything in return. It's like having genuine love for somebody. That's that's not an easy thing to do, but that's what a Christian looks like. Yeah. Um, there's this video out there that I think is super cool. I might even link it in the description, uh, but it's called... Am I kind or am I just nice? I think that's the name of the video. And the purpose of the video is like... There's a difference between just being nice and just being kind, right? So, like, um, if Felipe asked me to pray for his fish, right? Then, not like, me just being nice is like, sure, like, yeah, I'll help you with your fish. But deep down in your heart, deep down in your soul, that's that's just nice. Like, you don't actually care. Like, you're just like, yeah, okay, on to the next thing. I'm, I'm like, going throughout my day. But, like, real kindness only comes from Jesus, right? Because... Um, kindness is, uh, uh, defined as a fruit of the spirit, right? But everybody, like there's tons of nice people, right? Atheists are nice. Some of the nicest people I've met are like nine believers, right? So what's the difference between kindness and niceness? Kindness is that genuine love that genuinely like, yeah, I'll pray for your fish because the kind of like me being kind is understanding that even though that seems like a silly request to me, you might be super emotionally connected to this, this fish. I'm not, I don't kindness. Know fish. Ki- okay, a parrot. And kindness is understanding like that. I, there's like an understanding and a care. Like I genuinely care. I want you to be happy. I want you to be successful. I want... Like, I want everything to happen to you to be good. That's kindness. To just, like, it's, I'm not having a hard time articulating it. But, like, it's the difference between, like, just niceness. Like, yeah, sure, I'll do this. Or, like, yeah, I'm nice. But, like, are you really kind? Is it genuine? Is there, is, like, Jesus behind that niceness? Is it actual, actually kind? Or is it just, like, nice? And I think that's, like, let love be genuine. Like, is your love genuine? Because you can say, like, oh, yeah, I love people. Like, I help at, out at the food pantry every weekend. And it's just, like, okay, you may do that. And that's good. That's nice. And all of that. But if you hate doing it, and if you go into the food pantry and help out, but you have, like, a hateful spirit... 
then you're just being nice. You're not being kind. You're not actually showing the true mark of a Christian, right? Because mm. Jesus says, take joy in all things, even like when you're doing something that you don't want to do, or if, even if it's helping out somebody that you don't want to help or praying for something that you don't really think is worth praying for. Like, be the kind person. Everything you do, let it come from like a genuine place of love. Yeah. Appla- applause break. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's hard for people to do because it's hard to think of doing something without some sort of ulterior motive or it's hard to think of like, you, you know, like, why would I do this for for nothing or why would I do this for, you know, whatever. And um, that's what genuine love is, you know, like there are things that you do for people because you genuinely love them. It has nothing to do with, you know, like what they can provide for you. It has nothing to do with what you can get out of that relationship. It's genuine love. Um, move. And then halfway through the, halfway through the episode, let's get onto our fifth word. (laughs) Uh No, that's right. That's right. We are halfway through. All right, here we go. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Abhor means to hate and hate like strongly. Um, yeah, that one's pretty simple. Well, I mean, I oh. think. Sorry. No, I, I was like, because you look. At <laughs> I don't. Me like I don't I mean to... to say, and then <laughs> I don't mean to. No, if you want to move on, this is no, gonna no, be no, quick. No, but like, no. uh, like if we, so the goal is to look like Jesus, and if Jesus is holy, then Jesus hates sin, right? We've talked about that before, right? Back when yeah. we were in Cool Beans, right? Um, but like, we need to hate sin. We need to abhor it, right? Um, we need to like hate it with every single ounce in us. Right. And so that, then we can like be on a journey towards holiness. Right. Cause if we hate evil, we'll do anything to like eradicate it. Right. But also hate the sin, not the sinner. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's real quick. Just like if we want to have a heart like Jesus, a poor evil. And hold fast to what is good. Also. um love one another with brotherly affection outdo one another in showing honor i paused on this one when i was reading it with um our friend because um i mean loving one another with brotherly affection like that's that's not an issue for me at all um you know like especially the people that i'm really close to like I would say that all of my best friends, I don't have a ton of best friends. Like they're just my brothers. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think of. Um, and, and like that, that camaraderie, you know, like that Paul is calling us to, but then this one I think is, is very an odd one in today's world, but it shouldn't be if this is the mark of a true Christian and it's outdoing one another and showing honor. Yeah. And I made this analogy, like think of when the last time was you got into a, an argument with somebody where you were just trying to out compliment them or you were Mm -hmm. trying to out bless them. You know what I'm saying? Like you were, you were trying to outdo them and doing good to them, you know, like, and, and back and forth. And I don't, we don't do that often. We don't like, I think, and, and I brought this up, like, especially as guys, I think for, for guys, especially right. Like we, our way of relating to each other, our way of showing that we're close, our way of, 
you know, like talking to each other is usually to tear each other down. And whether we're joking or not, like that's how we make jokes. It's like you joke with the people that you're closest to by usually making fun of them for something like me and my best friends. We have, you know, like our own, you know, like hierarchy of or not hierarchy, but we have our own inside jokes and it's just making fun of each other. And we do so in love. But like, I think that's a that's a standard. But what if our standard was also to like in the same breath, because, you know, like part of it is just our relationship, right? Like me and Rowan go through that all the time. But like, what if part of our relationship was also going above and beyond to try and put the other person on a pedestal and lower yourself? Mm-hmm. Right. And we don't do that often at all. Like that really stood out to me. And also, just to put the put this in context, this is why I let love be genuine, right? Because I think a lot of people do out, try to outdo one another in love, but or outdo one another in showing honor, but it's in a very selfish way. They're trying to like put other people's down and put other people down and bolster themselves up to be like, look at how great I am, look at how honorable I am. This is where let lo- your love be genuine. If you're genuinely, lovingly honoring somebody. You don't care. Like, you're not trying to put them down by honoring them. Like, oh, yeah, you gave this much to the church? Well, I gave this much to the church. Yeah. And, like, that, like, it's not supposed, this isn't supposed to be, like, a competitive thing. This is supposed to be a genuine, like, let your love be genuine kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think that's a, that's a huge challenge for us nowadays is to let, you know, like, or not let our love be genuine that one too but like outdo one another in showing in showing honor uh then paul continues do not be slothful in zeal be fervent in spirit serve the lord um zeal is how you do things it's your passion it's your intensity with which you do things um and and like uh, a passionate pride was like the best way that I could describe it. Not like a sinful pride where it's like, I'm better than you, but like a, a pride that you're proud of being a part of something. Right. So like the best thing I could, I could relate it to is like being on a team and you wear the team colors and you feel that sense of pride, like, mm-hmm. and you're, you're ready to go out and give everything you have. Like, and there's passion that comes behind it. Right. So like, if you're, if you're being slothful in zeal, it's like, uh, you know what? Like I'm a Christian, I yeah. guess, you know, sometimes I don't know, but you know, Hey, who knows? Right. You know, we go to church, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, but Paul is saying like, no, like if you're part of this team, if you're, if you're part of this church, like, come on, bro, like be, be excited about what you get to do for God. Be excited about the fact that you're on this team, that you're part of this family, that you have this calling to go and spread the gospel, that you have this calling to go and seek and save the lost. And you have this calling on your life for, for eternity, not just right here, right now, like come be passionate about it. Don't be so slothful mm-hmm. in your zeal yeah and i think it's also cool like paul recognizes this and like also like jesus puts passions in you for a reason right like jesus loves your passions i said it last episode about like we are god's masterpieces right like um a good example is my friend xander is really good at the drums right that is a piece of God. That's something that God put in him. Like that passion is something God put in him like to make Xander unique, right? A lot of people play the drums, but Xander's better than everybody. But um, that's a fact. But God puts like these special desires and special passions that are from his own heart into his 
little creations and his little masterpieces. And like these passions are meant for something. So like I hate it when people are like, drop your passions, become a youth leader. It's just like, or like people feel like who said that? Obligate. I don't know. But <laughs> people feel obligated to like go into ministry, right? Like as growing up as a Christian, I always thought like peak Christianity was if you were a worship pastor, big pastor, or like a youth group leader. Like those were, or a missionary. Those were the big four. Like if you could get to one of those, you were safe. Like, like you could do anything and then be like, oh, but I was one of those four and then it would be like oh yeah you're good come on like get come on over to heaven right but like you can you can worship god wherever you're at right not everybody's called to ministry right and so like god puts these passions and desires and you don't need to snuff them out to become like a pastor or force yourself to become a youth group leader that's also true but if you are called to be one of those please be those because we need them um no you don't you got me all right next verse rejoice in hope oh no yeah no no it is rejoice in hope be patient in tribulation be constant in prayer uh contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality so two different thoughts there i think it's it's interesting that he that paul challenges us to not just rejoice in hope but then be patient in tribulation which tribulation means trials and tests you know like and pain and suffering in that sense um, I, nobody wants to be patient in pain and trials and yeah. suffering. No, I'm going to say some unfun stuff because, uh, I've heard a lot of hype this weekend. Um, and it's really frustrating, um, because people are like, yeah, God will give you anything you want. Like, all you got to do is like level up with Jesus and like all this stuff. And like, I don't know how I feel or feel about it, but like there's also stuff like this where it's like rejoice and hope. Like you don't have hope unless like you're in a place that you don't want to be, right? If you're in a place like everything's cool, you're not hopeful for anything, right? And us as Christians, we're always hopeful because we always know that like the kingdom of heaven is near and that's what we're hopeful for. So even if like, even if my finances are good, if I have a lovely wife, if I have like all the friends that I could ask for, if I could have like every, if I have my life put together, I'm still hopeful. It's still not enough because the kingdom of heaven isn't here. So like rejoice in hope, rejoice in that hope for like the kingdom of heaven, which is coming. Like be patient in tribulation. Like Jesus promises, Jesus promises that our lives are going to suck. Like following Jesus isn't like, oh yeah, like you're never going to be depressed. You're never going to be stressed. Like you're never going to be persecuted or like you're saved. Like you're free. Like no go bad out and will ever happen. Yeah. Like Jesus is like, it's going to be rough. If we look at like peak Christians, right? Like the best of the best, the 12 disciples and Paul, look at where they ended up. Every single, every single one of them died like a horrible death, except for John, right? Yep. Every single one of them died. Wait, was John the one who said he was Jesus's favorite? Yeah. <laughs> but every single one of them died like horrible deaths, like poisoned, beaten, stoned, crucified upside down. Like all of Fed these things. Yeah, all of these Boiled things. Alive. That's what Christianity got them. That's like following Jesus. That's what they got them. And like, 
even Paul was thrown in jail several times and he was patient and God used him in such incredible ways that we're still learning from him today. So be patient in those tribulations. Like be constant in prayer. Like constantly pray because that's your direct, like we have a direct line to God. Like that's insane. Contribute to, to the needs of saints and seek to show hospitality. Nobody wants to constantly seek or like be like yo come on for like you can room with me like that's that drains people like i hate talking to people like i don't want to be hospital i don't want to hospital not hospitable want to be hospitable <laughs> hospitable um but like that's what i'm called to because that's what a true that's a true mark of a christian anyway i just think that's like two verses that are just like full of stuff that may not be fun but like i just want to be clear like being a christian doesn't mean everything's going to be okay yeah you got the mic why don't you just keep going (laughs) oh facts bro uh bless those who persecute you oh more fun more uh super fun stuff bless those who persecute you bless and do not curse them should i you got anything? It's just. I mean, yeah, go. <laughs> I mean, this just follows what I was saying before. Like, this is we're we we have a higher calling, right? We're called to bless those who persecute us and like not curse them. And even like, I don't know, when people make uh, you frustrated, like, what's your reaction? You're like, oh man, screw that dude. Like, but not actually screw. But like. You know what I mean. Uh, like, what are what is your response to people, like, persecuting you or when you feel wronged? And I think, like, this is... Because Christians suck at this. I suck at this. Like, nobody wants to bless the people who persecute them. We kind of just gloss over this and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think I think that's... You know, like that's that's the thing, like you were saying that we're not called to easy things. Right. Like I think Jesus said, you know, like uh, what is what good is it to love only those who love you? Like even the sinner does that. That's what Jesus said. And so, like, if we if we only love the people that love us and we uh, like just accept that we're going to hate the people that hate us, then we're no different than anybody else. But to actually sit there and like bless the people that persecute us and and do not curse them and not curse them like that's that takes guts you know like to to be wronged and to wish well on the person that wrongs you and to be you know like be hurt and to wish and to bless the person that hurt you like to be betrayed in a in a relationship and bless the person who betrayed you like whatever the case might be like you know um and as even as far as like gossip, right? Like it's so easy. Like when somebody does something wrong, how do you talk about them after they've wronged you? When when somebody does something that doesn't make, that doesn't feel right, that like whether it's a coworker, whether it's this, how do you talk about them after the fact? Like because that matters, you know. Like it's not just in the moment; it's every moment after as well. It's like, are you going to keep talking about them in whatever light, or are you going to? You know, like keep blessing them like, nah, they're great, blah, 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 blah. Like you don't have to. And here's here's the thing. I don't think you have to lie. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to lie about like what the situation is or what it was or what happened, blah, blah, blah. But like 
how do you like for example i can't imagine the, the the early church in rome sitting there saying like you know like man really like what caesar's doing he just crucified that family that started showing up last week oh god yay go caesar obviously they have worries obviously they have things it's not they're not gonna lie about what's happening but it's like it's like god I pray for I pray for Caesar. I pray for what you're doing in his life, and I pray that he would find salvation. I pray that you would bless him, Lord, and we thank you for that family. That you know, blah 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 blah. And you change the narrative of how you speak. You don't have to lie to cover up how you feel and all that stuff and and what happened, but you change the narrative of how you talk about it because I think how you talk about it then affects how you see it. You know, like or maybe it doesn't, but you know, like then you get to bless those that curse you. Yeah. And then you keep on praying, and then you get your Constantine. Yep. <laughs> sure. Uh, verse 15, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Yep. Okay. Word. Um, 16, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. This is another tough one. Living in harmony with one another. Um, mm-hmm. But I think even more so the do not be haughty. We talked about this one in our in our judgmental Christians one. But even, I again, this is Paul talking to the church. And he's saying, stop thinking that you're the, the, the smelliest piece of poop or the best smelling piece of poop in the room because you're all pieces of poop. <laughs> You know, like essentially My it's like we're exactly. we're all on the same level, right? Like you don't you don't smell better. Yeah, I, that was a bad analogy, but no, it made sense as I as I said it, honestly. <laughs> you know, like you there, there are too many people that that walk around thinking that like they're better than other people. And but Paul challenges and says, all right, you think you're better than people associate with the lonely associate lowly associate with the people that you think are the worst of the group. Like yeah. go be friends with them. Yeah, good. This one is even harder, though. Never be wise in your own sight. What do you do with that? Uh, you, you're not wise in your own sight. No, I think this is like, this is kind of a pride pride thing, right? Because, again, this is a blueprint. Like, where where's your where does your pride lie? Is it on your own wisdom or is it on God's wisdom? Like, are you, like... Do you pride yourself on like, oh, I'm in honors. I have like all A's. I made it to an Ivy League college. Or are you like, you know what? I like, I've made all of these accomplishments, but like, it's God that's given me the brain, right? And like, all of this is for the glory of God, right? And right back to the beginning, I just love how he opened with it. But like, let your love be genuine, right? Because I think a lot of people do say that, like, oh, God gave me the brain, or all the glory goes to God, right? But in their heart, that's not actually why they're working for it. Like, they're actually working for it so that they can be, they can boast of their own, like, accomplishments. And I think, like, as Christians, we need to genuinely be, like, for the glory of God. Like, this, what? You say, for the glory of God. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue twister type of day it's all right i know but it's like we need to be genuine with these kinds of things and like what are you using your wisdom what are you using your talents for yeah 
Um, verse 17, repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. Um, I'm going to just keep reading because this connects to the next one. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. I think that's a hard one. Yeah. It's hard. And, and this is why, like, I've had a few situations just this year where I feel like that there have been uh, relationships that have been broken or that have been, like, off kilter or whatever and i think you know the easy thing would be like if there's tension in a relationship to ignore it yeah um but paul says as you know like as far as it depends on you live peaceably with all mm-hmm. and it's so hard i it, i mean think about where we are today all i see and we're talking about this and we talked about it on the last episode especially when jesus says like please as a church be one Right. Like as I am when the father and I am in you. So you be one with each other. Like um, it is easy to, to say to to disagree to disagree. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what? Like you're in that camp. I'm in this camp and you split the difference and you're like, never talk to me again, blah, blah, blah. But like then you don't have accountability and then you don't live like you never take res- uh, responsibility for your actions you know like uh, even ron and i have had moments this year where like i've had to say something when where there's been tension or whatever and it's like i could either not say anything or i could say something and fix what's going on you know like or whatever but that's a healthy part of relationship and as christians we're called to fix the broken parts of our relationships yeah and and be the ones to initiate it you know like and let it fester yeah and especially i think a lot of people have the mentality of I'm going to wait till they say something. And and Paul's like, nope, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everybody. So you do your part. Like if it, if it takes you making that text, if it takes you making that phone call, if it means that you got to stop by their house with some uh, crumble cookies or uh, what's another thing? Like just food Perkins in general, pie. Perkins pie. And you just got to be like, yo, you know, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but I want to fix this. I want to make things right. I want to live at peace with you. You're my mm-hmm. brother. You're my sister in Christ. You're whatever in Christ. Like we're supposed to be part of a family. I'm going to be the one to make right. I'm going to be the one to fix things. I'm going to be the one to like initiate like, and it doesn't mean that everything has to go back to normal. It doesn't mean like whatever, but like you initiate peace. Yeah. Right. You want to just wrap up? Sure. Um, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, for by doing so you will keep burning coals on his head. Do not overcome evil by evil, but overcome evil with good. In my uh, selfish opinion, I read this as, if you really want to get back at him, just be nice to him um just because i like getting back at people right that's my human desire um and so with getting back at people even if it is kindness maybe not genuine love but like love your enemy kind of sort of deal right like you want to you want to genuinely love your enemy and i don't know i struggle with that one just because like i'll love my enemy just to get back at him which is missing the spirit of what Jesus is trying to say. All right, Paul is trying to say. Um, but yeah, especially it's... when it says do not repay. What does it say? Do n- never avenge yourselves. Yeah, but I don't know. 
But that is a let's, hard one for people. Let's just see. Let's just not read. Let's cut this part out. Nope. That's not how it works. And that's the thing. These are the marks of a true Christian. These are the marks of somebody. And here's the thing. We're all on a journey to get this right. We're all on a journey to work towards being made in the image of Jesus through relationship with the Holy Spirit. Like that's what this is, right? And so some of you might be really good at some of these verses. Some of you might be really good at other parts. Some of you might still have never gotten to this part of the Bible yet. And you're like, what? I'm supposed to do all this? I guess, you know, like, and, and, but these are the marks of someone who is following Jesus. Like, you know what a disciple is? A disciple is somebody that walks so closely behind their leader or their rabbi that they eventually, this is a point that I wanted to bring up, that you eventually start to smell like them. And, and like, as we get closer to Jesus, what I, what is the first thing I said? Poop. Oh, uh, anyway, like as you get closer to Jesus, you look more like him. You act more like him. Mm-hmm. And this is what Jesus was like, essentially. And so we got to do all these things to be more like Jesus. Yeah. Let's go. So if you enjoyed that, hit that subscribe button, hit, save it on Spotify. Do all the things that you got to do because we're here and we're here to stay. You feel me? Uh, follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, not Twitter. Um facebook i mean meta follow no, us on meta oh for real it hasn't gone through the rebrand yet nope huh check us out on so podcast.com buy some merch become a supporter we love you <laughs> rapid fire rapid